Hello, everyone. Looking forward to what we have to share today. You've probably heard Peter's voice in the podcasts and some of the other things that have come up, or you've at least seen his name, you've seen his music show up. As we were talking about what to do next, it seemed to us a really good idea for you guys to hear a little bit about who Peter Vantine is and how Peter and I got together and why he's a part of what's going on right now. Because I'm so thrilled to have him. I just an unbelievable gift from the Lord. Let me just start with saying that our connection happened literally about 10 years ago, where someone had sent me to Peter saying, I think this is the guy to help you make a CD. And so you may not have recognized, but Peter Vantine's name is on the CD. He's the one that produced the CD for me. He did all the orchestration, a lot of the piano work. And so for those of you that enjoy that CD, we owe that to him. But anyway, that's how we first became friends. And we would interact at different times over the last 10 years. We started connecting again about a year and a half ago. And so, Pete, why don't you even talk about that, where, how that was even possible, because your life circumstances had changed, time became available. Yeah, just kind of talk about what our time together was like and what led up to you becoming a part of First Love Ministries. Yeah. Uh, hey, everyone. You know, back about a year and a half ago, I had been doing ministry at a church. I'd been there for 25 years and it's a wonderful church family there. But I was feeling a little weight to my soul. And the church leadership, they were very gracious in giving me a three-month sabbatical. Mm. So from January to March of 2015, I had a lot of time on my hands. (laughs) And part of that was just to really try to find a way to get closer to the Lord because Mm -hmm. I'd felt like I was drifting a little bit, Mm. especially in my ministry. Mark and I had been meeting once in a while before that, and I had been sharing with him some of my woes, uh, my spiritual angst, and he was gracious to suggest that we meet. We met once a a week. Twice a month, yeah. It was just so great to be able to meet together with him and to talk through different things. And, uh, you know, we would set time to meet together for an hour and a half and five and a half hours (laughs) later in Panera. (laughs) Right. For those of you who know me, you're not surprised. (laughs) But before we started meeting regularly, you had made the suggestion to me about walking through some of the first loved practices with me. Right. And... And I was really interested in that because for, like I said, 25 years in ministry, I had tried so many different things to nurture my quiet time with the Lord. Hmm. And, you know, and, you know, you think somebody in full-time ministry that, oh, well, they have the time to do it. And I just could not do it. I tried so many different things and uh, nothing stuck. I thought, well, you know, maybe this will be something and I'll, I'll try yet another thing. And it just, it turned out to be the thing, Mm. you know, the thing that made a difference in my quiet time. And so I was just so, I was so grateful for that time together and the time we've had together since then. Well, remember, like when you say the thing, Mm -hmm. again, for some of you, you may or may not know, but one of the practices is hearing the Lord speak as a person Mm -hmm. to you personally through the scripture. 
And especially trying to spend time memorizing and meditating on it, expanding it. You guys have heard some of the expanded forms with synonyms and antonyms. So, Pete, talk about that first couple of verses that you did. And when we get back together in Panera and you were like all lit up and excited. Yes, the very first session we had together and uh, just the, the whole idea of being loved first in order that we may love as Jesus loved us. He had a list of nine or ten scriptures mm-hmm, that we mm-hmm. use on First Love Weekends right. that are personalized. And that was, a, that was a big thing for me, too. I mean, I think over the years I've seen once in a while some personalized verses, but not a collection like that and not a collection where it was specifically personalized to love you, mm-hmm, you know, to mm-hmm. really exactly. experience the love of God right. through his word. And so that was really new to me and refreshing you recommended to me to just read through them, to pray through them, and that maybe one would pop out. And one did pop out, and it's, you are a crown of splendor in my hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so I, your God, rejoice over you. For I love you and long for you, my joy and my crown, right? my priceless possession. Ah, yes. Yeah, and it was a priceless possession, and the first version you'd given me, it said special possession, but we've also called it treasure possession. possession. Right. Special is from uh, the first, first Peter, Peter too. Right, yeah. right. But the sentence that caught me that really, that I felt the Holy Spirit speaking to me was as a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, because right at that moment, as I read that line, I instantly went to a memory of my own wedding when I was standing at the altar and waiting for Lori, my future bride, to come through the door. And, mm. you know, when the music mm. triggers right. and the doors open at the back of the sanctuary, and she came walking through, and I hadn't seen her since the day before, and she was in this beautiful dress, and her hair was all done up, and she just, she looked absolutely beautiful. Mm. And I had this smile on my face. <laughs> That I that would not go away. I, I just couldn't stop smiling. My my muscles started to ache because of it. And as she's walking down the aisle, I'm just I'm rejoicing over her, yeah. watching her. And that's yeah. what I thought. God, you you rejoice over me that way? And then you to smile learn smile at y- me that way? Yeah. That yeah, that your smile doesn't go away, that your muscles hurt yeah. <laughs> you know, because of it. <laughs> Exactly. I mean, that just, that just blew me away. Mm. And I had, I had never experienced that before, really. Right. I mean, I've experienced God's love, and I know he, I've known he's loved me all my life. Right. But to bring that experience into a memory and to a place where I, I, I truly felt it. Right. You know, it's not just head knowledge anymore. It became heart knowledge. Right. Well, and as we've said many times, is that it became a loving experience Mm -hmm. between you and God. Yeah, exactly. You knew about his love, but now he was talking to you Mm -hmm. as a person, using words to love you. Mm -hmm. And of course, then you had this powerful image to also connect it to and imagine God's face and joy and smile and his heart. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was was and has been ever since then. And And that's, I think the piece we were saying earlier was that, you know, nothing had, had stuck for me before right. to nurture my relationship with the Lord. And this did. And, mm. and I think it was partly because of that experience. Yeah. That I, yeah. I, it became an experience and not just... Information. Yeah. 
Yeah. Right? Not just an exercise. Exactly. You know, do this and you'll get closer to God. Right. But no, it was God drew me in closer to himself through right. the experience. Right, right, right. No, so powerful. Yeah. The other verse that's connected to that, that's Isaiah 62, um, 3 and 5. And uh, the other one is uh, Philippians 4, verse 1, where it's actually Paul who says that, I love and long for you, you are my joy and my crown. And what's really cool about that verse is that in uh, chapter 1, verse 7 or 8 it is, he says that he feels this way with the affection of Christ Jesus. So in that case, what he feels about the believers there um, in Philippi, he says he's feeling that with the affection of Christ Jesus. So even that, that you can imagine Paul saying, I, I love you. I long for you. My joy and my crown. And imagining Paul feeling all that. And then he says, and that's nothing compared to what Jesus feels. So, I mean, the words just take on a whole, well, they become love language, right? We often talk about the fact that you can have all the love in the world in your heart. But if you don't use words and actions, no one will ever know what's in there. Mm -hmm. So, again, to give God the opportunity to, that we know he loves us, but now you give him the opportunity to say, no, yeah, but Pete, listen to me. This is what I feel about you. It's pretty incredible. It is. Well, we only have a couple minutes left, so I just want to... I mean, partly why I wanted you to hear from Peter is because he's not just doing this as a job, that he's doing this because God has really impacted his own heart and life. He owns this. He believes in this. And, and the fact that he's doing this with me with all the skills that I don't have. Uh, but you need to know that a lot of the things that he's put up there, those are things that he has done. Some of the blogs, some of the video things and whatnot, this is all his doing. And it's coming from his own heart coming from his own experience, his own delight, having begun to continue to be transformed by the Lord. So yeah, I just would want you guys to, to capture, maybe today especially, that Pete's saying especially that it, things hadn't stuck before, right? Mm -hmm. Things hadn't stuck, but experiences stick. Yeah. Experiences change us. And at the core of First Love Ministries, it's about learning to genuinely experience God loving you, Jesus loving you, the Spirit loving you, so that it's not a concept or an idea, but it's a very powerful, profound, intimate, personal mm -hmm. experience. So yeah, maybe we'll just close out today. Peter, why don't you just say you know, those two verses together again for their sakes. So, yeah, just listen now to the Father's heart, to Jesus' heart for you today, through Peter. My child, you are a crown of splendor in my hand, a royal crown, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so I, your God, rejoice over you. For I love you, and I long for you, my joy and my crown. You are my treasured possession. Yeah. Yeah, thank you, Lord. So yeah, Lord, just let it sink into our brothers and sisters today. 
your sons and daughters, that you are treasured, you are a joy, you are a crown, and he rejoices over you, longs for you, loves you more than you could ever imagine. So yeah, Lord, let it sink in deep to every heart. We ask in Jesus' name. Amen.